sit in front brothers must sit in the front alhamdulillah nahmaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nastaghfiruhu wa nu'minu bihi wa natawakkalu alayhi wa na'udhu billahi min shururi anfusina wa min sayyiati a'malina may yahdihillahu fala mudilla lahu wa may yudlilhu fala hadiya lahu wa nashhadu an la ilaha illallah wahdahu la sharika lahu نشهد ان سيدنا ومولانا محمد عبده ورسوله اما بعد فاعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم واذ ابتلى ابراهيم ربه بكلمات فاتمهن قال اني جاعلك للناس اماما وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم الكيس من دان نفسه وعمل لما بعد الموت وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم من حج لله فلم يرفس ولم يفسق رجعك يوم ولدته امه 
O My most respected Allahs and brothers, the auspicious day of Jummah is a very special day in the life of a mu'min, of a believer. And on this day, there is a special moment in which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accepts the dua of a person. What, when is that particular time? It is not known. It is a special moment when a dua is never rejected by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That is why in this day of Jummah, as far as possible, we must keep engaged in the zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, in the recitation of Durood Sharif. Durood Sharif is sending salam and salutation on Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam by reading Allahumma salli ala Muhammad wa ala Ali Muhammad or sallallahu alayhi wa sallam as much as possible. The person who sends Durood and salam on Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sends 10 mercy on him. 10 mercies on him for the recitation of one durood. So as far as possible, we must recite firstly a lot of durood sharif on Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and secondly we must engage in making a lot of dua especially during the before the sunset of Friday. And thirdly my dear brothers, the recitation of Suratul Kahf, we must make sure that this day does not pass us except that we must recite Suratul Kahf. Suratul Kahf is one name of one surah in the Quran Park, it is in the 15 Jews of the Quran. And we must ensure that the Friday, before ending of Friday, we must read Suratul Kahf. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives you a lot of nur from one Friday to another Friday. Allah ta'ala gives you the barakah and you get nur emanating from you from one side, from one Juma to another Juma because of the barakah of the day of Juma. So we must, my dear brothers, make sure that we fulfill these at least these basic, uh, you know, adabs and etiquettes of the day of Jummah. Allah Ta'ala give us the tawfiq. I wanted to speak something about Hazrat Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam. Who is Hazrat Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam? And why is it so important for us? Hazrat Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam has got a special significance and a relationship with the story of Hajj. And now it is Ayyamul Hajj, the days of Hajj. So Hazrat Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam he, there is, he is so special in the sight of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala named one entire surah in the Quran after Hazrat Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam. Surah number 14 in the Quran is after Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam. And Allah ta'ala tells us in the Quran with regards to the various tests that Allah ta'ala put Hazrat Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam through وَإِذِ ابْتَلَىٰ إِبْرَاهِيمَ رَبُّهُ بِكَلِمَاتٍ Where Allah Ta'ala tells us that I put Hazrat Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam through many many tests. Not only one test, but many tests. And if you look into his life, you will see from the very beginning, he had a test of where he grew up in a home of where his father was making idols. And then he, then he is saying, how can we worship that which we are creating ourselves. My father, you are making the idol and then you are putting something in front of the idol and you are worshipping the idol. It's not feeling right. It's not looking right because you are making it. <laughs> you see, Allah Ta'ala gave him intelligence as a young boy. And he said that, no, this is not looking right. And then one time he went into the place where they were worshipping and nobody was there and he broke all the idols. A person who is a believer, he can't, he feels very hurt 
when something is going against the order of Allah. And he took the axe, what he used to break the idols, he put it on the big one. So when the people came, they see everything is broken and the axe is on the big one. So they say, who's doing this? Who's the person who did this? The Quran speaks about it. Huh? Then they say, سَمِعِنَا فَتَيْ يَسْكُرُهُمْ يُقَالُ لَهُ إِبْرَاهِيمُ They say, we think we heard one person, young boy, فَتَيْ يَسْكُرُهُمْ His name is Ibrahim. And then they realized that he, then when they called him, he said, no, ask the big, ask the big one. Who broke all the idols? Ask the big idol. He was trying to tell them that you are worshipping something that cannot communicate, that cannot listen, you are creating it yourself. And then they became very angry and they made a huge fire in which they wanted to burn Hazrat Ibrahim wasalam. <coughs> and they took a catapult and they catapulted him into the fire. Even the angels and malaika became restless. What is happening? Oh Allah, would your Khalilullah, would your beloved of Allah, Khalilullah, the friend of Allah. Then they said, can we go help him? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, if you want, you can try, you can go and help. And Hazrat Jibreel alayhi salatu wasalam came and said, oh Ibrahim, if you want, I can extinguish this. Then Hazrat Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam responded and he said, amma ilayka fala, that oh Jibreel, if you came to help me on your own, I don't need your help. Allah ta'ala is sufficient for me. Hasbi Allah. Hasbi Allah, Allah Ta'ala is sufficient for me. And he totally submitted to the will of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala directly ordered the fire. It's mentioned in the Quran, Kulna ya nar, kuni bardan wa salaman ala Ibrahim. That oh fire become a place of coolness. Like how you have an air condition outside is very hot. But inside is cool. Allah Ta'ala made a fire like an air condition for Hazrat Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam by directly ordering the order, the, the, the fire to become a place of tranquility. So in every aspect of his life, he submitted to the will and order of Allah. This is the lesson of Hazrat Ibrahim alayhi salam and the lesson of Hajj that we have to take from Hajj and what is happening in the Ayyamul Hajj because we know the story continues, the test continues with Hazrat Ibrahim alayhi salam. Allah Ta'ala ordered him to take his son, which he got in an old age, Hazrat Ismail alayhi salam. And he took his beloved wife, Hazrat Hajra. And Allah Ta'ala ordered them to go to a city where there is no vegetation, there is no people, there is nothing. Makkatul Mukarramah. Sent him to Makkah. And then after coming there, the order of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that, Oh Ibrahim, leave your wife and leave your son here. Leave them here. And now you go back where you came from, you go back, go back there. And he's not allowed to even speak to his wife. But the wife also, her iman was very high, level of iman. And she's asking Ibrahim, Oh Ibrahim, is this the order of Allah? You are leaving us here. You are leaving us where there is no food, there is no water, there is no vegetation, there is no people, there is nothing here, there is only black mountains. Imagine my dear brothers, we can't go to a strange place. If somebody tell us you must go to the long way, we'll say, hey, who we know somebody there. We can't go if you don't know anybody. Now this is a place, is a desert, nothing there. But the order of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Hazrat Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam is fulfilling the order of Allah. And his wife saying to him that if Allah asked you to do this, then, O oh Ibrahim, Allah will not cause us to perish. 
And you know the story goes that Allah Ta'ala caused the well of Zamzam to come out from that particular place where Hazrat Ismail alayhi salatu was laying and his mother was becoming restless and she runs from Safa, she goes to Marwa which is like a mountain. Then from Marwa she's coming back to Safa and then from Safa she's going back to Marwa. So so many times, seven times she's doing this. Allah Ta'ala loved this action so much that he made it part and parcel of the af'al of hajj. Amongst the af'al, amongst the actions of hajj, one of the actions you do sa'i bayna safa wal marwa. Even when you go for umrah, when you wear the ihram and you go for umrah, then one of the things you do is you go from safa to marwa and then from marwa to safa. And she's running from one mountain, running to another mountain with the hope, hoping that, oh Allah, what's going to happen? My child is going to die. What's going to happen? No water, no water, no water. But she had tawakkul in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Total reliance in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah ta'ala caused the zamzam well to gush out. And up till now the people are drinking. How many thousands of years have passed by? And people will continue drinking right up till the end of time. But the lesson of submission to the order and to the hukam of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then we know, my dear brothers, Hazrat Ibrahim alayhi salam, his name is mentioned in the Quran. 69 times, not one time, two time, three time, ten time, two, 69 times. Allah Ta'ala mentions his name in the Quran. He was called Abul Anbiya, the father of the Anbiya alayhimu salatu wassalam. Because from his, from his progeny, a lot of Anbiya alayhimu salatu wassalam were born. And Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam himself, he used to say that I am the dua of my father Ibrahim. I am the dua of my father Ibrahim. Hazrat Ibrahim salam, he had two sons. One's name was Ishaq and the other's name was Ibra uh, is Ismail. So Ismail and Ishaq. So from Ismail salam, came Rasulullah salam, the final Nabi. And from Ishaq a lot of Anbiya salam, came amongst them we know Hazrat Yaqub alayhi salam, Zakaria alayhi salam, Yahya alayhi salam, Dawood alayhi salam, Sulaiman alayhi salam, Musa alayhi salam, Isa alayhi salam. It's all the progeny leads up to Hazrat Ishaq. And from Ishaq it goes to Hazrat Ibrahim alayhi salatu That is why Ibrahim is called Abul Anbiya, the father of Anbiya. And we know this Bani Israel. Bani Israel is a progeny of Hazrat Ishaq alayhi salam. The Jews, they were thinking that the final messenger will come from there, Ishaq. But the law of Allah, Allah chooses who he wants. And he made the final Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam come from the progeny of Hazrat Ismail alayhi salatu wasalam. Now as a child grew up, Hazrat Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam, he used to come and go to Makkah. And now Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala took a very big work from him. And he asked him and made him build the Baytullah al-Haram. Allah Ta'ala tells us in the Quran that is the first house on the earth, on the surface of the earth, on which the prayer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, inna awwala baytun wudi'anin nas, the first house that was built for the ibadat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is Makkah al And who took, who Allah Ta'ala chose 
for the reconstruction of this Baytul in Haram was Hazrat Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam and his son Hazrat Ismail alayhi salam. Such a great, up till now people are every they continue making tawaf of the Baytul in Haram and that what you call it's Maqam Ibrahim, it is like a stone and you can see it there. That stone which got the print of footprint of Hazrat Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam. All this, my dear brothers, is a great lesson for us with regards to total submission to the order of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala without questioning the order of Allah. Even whether we understand or not, because we know the story goes that he sees in a dream that he is slaughtering his son Ismail, slaughtering him. He's a young boy and he sees in a dream that he's slaughtering him. Now, first of all, he got a son after so many years. He made dua to Allah, Rabbi habdi min as-salihin, Rabbi habdi min as-salihin. Oh Allah, give me a pious offspring. Oh Allah, give me pious offspring. The dua of Hazrat Ibrahim alayhi salam. And Allah Ta'ala gave him Hazrat Ismail alayhi salam. Now when he's a young boy, now he's seeing in a dream that he's slaughtering him. And the dream of a Nabi, it is a wahi, it is revelation from Allah. So he could have asked that, Oh Allah, you gave me a son, give me some other tests, all different tests. Allah is saying, No, you're slaughtering your son. So he speaks to his son and he says, Oh my son, I saw in a dream that Allah is asking me to slaughter you. Can you imagine what must have transpired in the heart and in the mind of a little boy, a young boy, young boy, to say, My father is saying that he's seeing in a dream. If it is an hour, day, and age, we'll say something is wrong with you. <laughs> huh? What do you say? But the Iman Allah Ta'ala mentions in the Quran with regard to the response that Hazrat Ismail salam gave to his father. And he tells him, Ya Abati, O oh my beloved father, if Allah tu'mar, that if you are telling me that this is the order of Allah, then if Allah tu'mar, do what you are ordered to do by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Do what you are ordered. So my dear brothers, a very great lesson that we alone if we lead our life and we are obedient to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that is only ourselves. We have to work also amongst the people who we are around. Our wife's iman also has to be built. The children, Hazrat Ibrahim and his son Ismail al-Islam, what did he tell his father? He said, do what you are ordered to do, my dear brothers. Put ourselves in a situation that we are now, are we obedient to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and do we have the support of our family? And if we are not having that, that means we are lacking. There's something we are not doing. Maybe we are not, you know, doing sufficient effort on Iman. Because a person, my dear brothers, he gets affected by the environment. He gets affected with the environment in which he's sitting, he's meeting, he's talking, he's meeting people, what they are speaking about. He gets affected by it. If you go in a good environment, in the environment of deen, you go in an environment where they talk about Allah, they talk about Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, they talk about Akhirat, they talk about Qabr, then my dear brothers, it will create, it will conscientize us. But if you go in a mall and you continuously stay in that environment, then a person starts chasing dunya, he's only talking dunya. What is a dollar rate? What is this happening? How much is this? How much is that? How much is a new cell phone? What is a new thing that came out? All the time he's only talking dunya. He forgets in his mind that I also have to leave this and I have to go and meet Allah Ta'ala. 
So the environment we keep, what we talk, the friends we keep, what we speak about, these things are very, very important. Like a person, he goes in a shop to buy perfume. He may not buy the perfume, but the smell of the perfume is coming on him because of the environment that he is in. My dear brothers, we have to work on our environment. And as far as possible, imagine Rasulullah sallallahu tells us in the hadith that, my dear brothers, the best of places on the surface of the earth is a masjid, is a house of Allah. The best of place on the surface of the earth, and the worst place is where the marketplace where people are speaking lies and they are promoting all wrong, 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 wrong things. My dear brothers, we are living in a time of challenges, a lot of challenges, different challenges. If we don't have that close relationship with our children, with our family members, they will get affected with the environment that is around. And my dear brothers, what will happen is that slowly the mind will get changed and sometimes you get young people and the parent is saying, my daughter, she's saying she don't want to read namaz, she don't believe in Allah. Huh? She's like an atheist. What can I do to bring my daughter to make her realize? I tell my daughter, read salah, read salah. Now she say, mommy, please don't tell me anymore. Don't tell me about salah. So when she sends somebody to speak to her, she say, no, I don't believe in Allah. I don't believe. So this yaqeen and iman and, and all this gets lost, my dear brothers. So we are, have to, we are responsible as men for our own environment. We are responsible as men for our family. Allah Ta'ala will ask us, will question us. We are reading salah. Did you make fikr and worry about your wife? Did you make fikr and worry about your daughter, about your son? Sometimes the father is going for salah, the son is sleeping. Huh? The son is big, no no problem, but not, no salah in our life. The fundamental, my dear brothers, most important thing that we have to worry about, the first thing that Allah will ask us in the qabr, first thing with regard to, my dear brothers, on the day of Qiyamah, the first thing that Allah will question us is our salah. The first thing that Allah will question us on the day of Qiyamah is about our, our Salah. Salah we must not miss at any cost. Don't miss our Salah. Wherever we are, try to read in the masjid where the azan is being called. That is the first test for us, my dear brothers. Everything else, the test of Hazrat Ibrahim والسلام, he passed successfully. Allah Ta'ala tells us in the Quran فَأَتَمَّهُنْ that he finished it very well and Allah Ta'ala made him the Khalilullah the way to become the friend of Allah is my dear brothers that we take our deen very seriously not that we do sometime, we don't do sometime sometime we are you know, in the masjid, sometime we are not Allah Ta'ala gave us a beautiful masjid in our area we are staying nearby, we are working or whatever it is but salah time you read your salah. Come read your salah and go back. Or wherever you are, you have to read your salah at that particular time. But it is better to read it in a place where the azan is called and where there is jama'ah. My dear brothers, this is the days of hajj. Conscientize and remind ourselves that we will be tested in different, different ways. Allah Ta'ala will test us in different ways. But once we are tested, my dear brothers, and we hold steadfast to our deen. In one hadith it comes that close to qiyamah, 
To hold on to deen will be like holding a burning fire in your hand, like a chakun. And this is the age we are living in. You can see the fitna around us, all the challenges around us, different, different fitna. So Allah Ta'ala give you tawfiq, give me tawfiq, my dear brothers. Allah give us steadfastness on our deen. One dua that Rasulullah Sallallahu taught us, Allahumma thabbitna ala al-iman. Oh Allah, keep me steadfast on my iman. Then he says, وَأَمِتْنَا عَلَى الْإِيمَانِ Make me die also when I die with iman. And the third one he says, وَحْشُنَّا يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ مَعَ الْإِيمَانِ That, oh Allah, cause me to be resurrected with the people of iman on the day of Qiyamah. Allah Ta'ala give you and me the tawfiq. Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar Ashhadu an la ilaha illallah Alhamdulillahi فإن التوحيد رأس الطاعات واتقوا الله فإن التقوى مناك الحسنات وعليكم بالسنة فإن السنة تهدي إلى الإطاعة ومن أطاع الله ورسوله فقد رشد واهتدى وإياكم والبدعة فإن البدعة تهدي إلى المعصية ومن يعص الله ورسوله فقد ضل وغوى وعليكم بالصدق فإن الصدق ينجي والكذب يهلك وعليكم بالإحسان فإن الله يحب المحسنين ولا تقنطوا من رحمة الله فإنه أرحم الراحمين ولا تحب الدنيا فتكونوا من الخاسرين ألا وإن نفسا لن تموت حتى تستكمل رزقها فاتقوا الله وأجمنوا في الطلب وتوكلوا عليه فإن الله يحب المتوكلين ودعوه فإن ربكم مجيب الداعين واستغفروه يمددكم بأموال وبنين أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم وقال ربكم ادعوني أستجب لكم إن الذين يستكبرون عن عبادتي سيدخلون جهنم داخلين بارك الله لنا ولكم في القرآن العظيم ونفعنا وإياكم من الآيات والذكر الحكيم أقول قولي هذا وأستغفر الله لي ولكم ولسائر المسلمين 
فاستغفروا انه هو الغفور الرحيم الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلله فلا هادي له ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان سيدنا ومولانا محمد عبده ورسوله اما بعد فاعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم ان الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا ايها الذين امنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على محمد عبدك ورسولك وصل على المؤمنين والمؤمنات والمسلمين والمسلمات وبارك على محمد وازواجه وذريته قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم ارحم امتي بامه ابو بكر واشدهم في امر الله عمر واصدقهم حياء عثمان واقضاهم علي وفاطمه سيده نساء اهل الجنه والحسن والحسين سيدا شباب اهل الجنه وحمزه اسد الله واسد رسوله رضوان الله تعالى عليهم اجمعين اللهم فن العباس وولده مغفرة ظاهرة وباطنة لا تغادر ذنبا الله الله في اصحابي لا تتخذهم غرضا من بعدي من احبهم فبحبي احبهم ومن ابغضهم فببغضي ابغضهم وخير القرون قرني ثم الذين يلونهم ثم الذين يلونهم اللهم عز الاسلام والمسلمين اللهم انصر الاسلام والمسلمين اللهم انصر من نصر دين محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وجعل منهم عباد الله رحمكم الله ان الله يامر بالعدل والاحسان وايتاء ذي القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعظكم لعلكم تذكرون اذكروا الله يذكركم ودعوه يستجب لكم ولذكر الله اكبر والله يعلم ما تصنعون اقيم الصلاه بالدستيتنا والصف نتستان شولدر تو شولدر دو نوت ليف اني جاش بين اس ഹിന്ദുനിസ്തീനസ്തീനീനമ ഫോ أَلَمْ يَجِدْكَ يَتِيمًا فَآوَى وَوَجَدَكَ ضَالًّا فَهَدَى وَوَجَدَكَ عَائِنًا فَأَغْنَى فَأَمَّا الْيَتِيمَ فَلَا تَقْهَرْ 
وأما السائل فلا تنهر وأما بنعمة ربك فحدث الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين ألم نشرح لك صدرك ووضعنا عنك وزرك الذي أنقض ظهرك ورفعنا لك ذكرك فإن مع العسر يسرا إن مع العسر يسرا فإذا فرغت فانصب وإلى ربك فارغب الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر السلام عليكم ورحمة الله السلام عليكم ورحمة الله الله استغفر الله استغفر الله بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم اللهم صل على سيدنا ومولانا محمد وعلى اله واصحابه وبارك وسلم اللهم انت السلام ومنك السلام تبارك ربنا وتعاليت يا ذو الجلال والاكرام اللهم ربنا اعنا على ذكرك وشكرك وحسن عبادتك اللهم ربنا احسن عاقبتنا في الامور كلها واجلنا من خزي الدنيا وعذاب القبر وعذاب الاخره اللهم وفقنا لما تحب وترضى من القول والعمل والفعل والنية والهدي والهدى إنك على كل شيء قدير اللهم ربنا تقبل منا إنك أنت السميع العليم وتب علينا إنك أنت التواب الرحيم سبحان ربك رب الإزة عما يسفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله اللهم